the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape Embassy Ministries of Military Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. This week on Reigning in Life Through Faith. See, if I can, if I can begin to master basic things... Bigger things will be taken care of. It's the little foxes that spoils the grapevine. Thank you for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Mills as he begins part one of a new teaching, Rewards of Kingdom Citizenship. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, rewards of kingdom citizenship. Rewards of kingdom citizenship. You know, we um, we come to the place that we meet in to find out some things from God, not necessarily from the word that's written, but from the word that God would give to us. I find that um, probably one of the biggest challenges that that the church has is knowing what God wants for them. When you know what God wants for you, then you can pray in accordance with His desires. And you can know that if you're praying in accordance with his desires, you're going to receive whatever it is that you're praying about. First John five, fourteen and 15 says, if we know what his will is, then whatever we are praying about, we know that we will have whatever that is. Amen. Amen. Maybe I need to just go to scripture Maybe some people who haven't read this before looking in by internet. First John gives us a reference point for prayers answered, I believe. Amen. And verse 14 says in the fifth chapter of First John, now this is the confidence that we have in him. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And then he says, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of him. That's a pretty cut and dry to the point 
that if I want my petitions that I'm praying about to be answered, then I've got to know what his will is. If I know what his will is, I can rest assured that I'm going to have whatever it is that I'm praying about. Amen. Amen. And so today, I want to look in the word because this belongs to the citizens of the kingdom of God. That's not just to anybody because people outside of the citizenship of the kingdom cannot know God, cannot know the things of God. And so um, what we're talking about is what is applied to you as a citizen if you are a citizen. Of course, you must become a citizen for this to apply. Amen? Amen. And of course, our entrance into this kingdom citizenship is through making Jesus the Lord of our life. Is that right? We make Jesus the Lord of our life and God gives us citizenship in the kingdom of God. Is that right? Now I'm moving a little slow. I believe I'm moving a little slow because a lot of times as Christians we want everybody to know what we think we know. And that's not necessarily so. And it's our responsibility to inform people. Amen. And uh, we should want everyone to be a part of this kingdom lifestyle. Amen. Now, let me just kind of, I took this from Dr. Miles Monroe, some of it from Dr. Miles Monroe. He's He's a quintessential, he was the quintessential kingdom person. Uh, in a lot of different respects. And so I, I got a definition for citizenship from him uh, of what it what it is. What is what is kingdom citizenship? It's it provides legitimate access to all the rights and privileges of a constitution and a country. Now our constitution is the new covenant covenant is a constitution it's what um, the government has has um, promised to do for you and then of course the government expects for you to do something for it as well or the country are y'all with me and so um I want to look at something that God has said in his word that I don't know that we um, brings much bearing on us as it should in Matthew the 6th chapter. In Matthew the 6th chapter and we're going to read down through Let's begin reading at verse 25. 
verse 25 makes a big statement here. It says, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. Hello. How do we live? How do we live? How does the, let me, let me rephrase that. How does the citizens of the kingdom of God live? By faith. We live by faith. We live by faith. So, the first thing that Jesus says here as he's about to uh, about to talk to them about living by faith, he said, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about your life. <laughs> Weary is the um, is the flip side of meditating. Are you with me? In other words, you meditate on the wrong things. And we know that if we meditate on something long enough, it's going to come to pass. Is that right? And so the first thing that he tells us, as he's going to talk to us about life, he said, don't worry about your life. Don't worry. In other words, don't meditate on the things that you see that are not going right. Don't worry about your life. As a matter of fact, I pull out, you know, I've been pulling out my old books just to see what was what. And I got into looking at things and I'm like, wow, I need to go back and teach some of this. I don't, I don't even need to try to find out anything new for a long time. I just need to go back and teach what I've already been teaching. Worries will cause you to be unfruitful or unproductive. I taught that back some time ago. Worry is a result of fear. So worry is the reaction to the circumstances we fear. Uh, Fear triggers a reaction and not a response. Faith triggers a response and dispels fear. This stuff I taught a long time ago. I said, wow, this is really something. Jesus said, don't worry about your life. I gave three things that we need to do in order to overcome worry. Y'all want to know what those are? overcome weary there must be three things restraint resolution and resonation listen let me just give you all a, a definition of these restraint submitting to the word is a must because whatever you allow to distract you you will allow to control you 
resolution, you are willing to go all the way. Distractions make you an inferior opponent and gives worry an advantage over you. You got to be willing to go all the way. Not halfway. You make up your mind. I'm going all the way. Watch this now. Resignation. You have decided to abdicate and abandon your position. You got to be willing to do that so that you can do what God wants you to do. Amen. That's some good stuff. Let me just get on back to what I was going. But the first thing that Jesus says is, therefore I say to you, don't worry about your life. In other words, whatever you see that Satan tries to bring fear on your life about, don't let that control you. You get a report from a doctor, uh, what they may consider a bad report. You can't let that, first of all, you got to, you got to, you got to catch it right then. And not let fear grip you. The first thing that Jesus would tell anybody, you remember when Jairus, Jesus was going to heal Jairus' daughter, and the people came back and told him that his daughter was dead. And Jesus looked at him and said, Don't fear. First thing he tells you, don't fear. Because he understands fear will bring about a control over you to destroy you. Amen. So he says now, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. That's uh, things that we need in order to survive, basically, in life or for us to be productive in this life. Amen. So, So watch, know about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and body more than clothing? How much time do we spend eating and in the mirror? Think about it. Just think about it. How much time do you spend eating and in the mirror? Hello. What did Jesus say? Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into bonds, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Now, what's he talking about here? Now, he, he wants you to transition your, your sources from you to God. You are not your source. 
God is. And I should not be overly concerned that I'm going to be provided for. I should not be concerned about me trying to provide for myself, but look to God. Are you with me? Now, this is a big challenge because all of our life, if, well, depending on, well, you know, depending on how you've been taught and where you've come from and so forth. All your life, you've been, you've been looking at how you can take care of you, how you can provide for yourself. All of a sudden, Jesus comes along and tells you, don't worry about your life. Hello. And a lot of us, we don't, we don't, even, we don't, we don't realize that we're worrying. Um, you know, we don't even realize that we are afraid of something because it's not like it's a great big old fear. You're not sweating, you know, you know, your big drops of sweat off of you and everything, you know, like somebody would be, you know, really fearful. But fear is probably the motive behind what we do a whole lot of things. Are you with me? And you have to really examine yourself to see whether or not you're doing something in fear or you're doing it in faith. It's pretty, it's pretty easy for you to do that. It's not really hard because if I'm doing it in faith, I'm relying on God. I'm looking to God. I'm, God, what do you want me to do? You, 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 you're probably either going to do what you do out of one or the other. Out of fear or faith. You have to find out, you have to look at yourself to find out which one of those two things is motivating you to do what you do. Are you with me? Yes. Now, he says now, are you not more valuable than they? In other words, are you not more valuable than they to God? Which of you by worrying can add one cubic to his statue? In other words, you're not going to add anything to you by worrying. I'm going to add everything to me by faith. By trusting God. Are you with me? So why do you worry about clothing? Why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil or spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in his Glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of what? O you of little faith. It means I've got to trust God for the most basic things that I need. All these, this is talking about the basic things that you need for life. I must trust God for the basic things and not be worried about it. The basic things that you need to live, trust God and not be worried about it. Amen. And verse 31 says, therefore, do not worry saying, hello, okay, because worry does not affect you until you speak out of your mouth what you're fearing. 
or what you're what you are meditating on that you fear. Are you with me? A seed is not a seed until you until it's planted. In other words, uh, uh, well, let me see. A seed is a seed. A seed cannot produce until it's planted. A thought is only a seed that needs to be planted. A thought does you no good if it's not planted. It can't produce anything. The thought only becomes good to you when you plant it. The way that you plant a thought is by saying. So he says now, take no thought wearying by saying. Let me let me read let me reread that. Therefore do not weary saying. So weary or the fact of my thoughts that I'm thinking as a result of what I'm fearing will not affect me until I say. Are you with me? So we, 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 we must monitor what we're saying so that what our thoughts are does not affect us adversely if the thought is a thought from a fear. <laughs> Y'all following me? And this is what Jesus is saying right here. He says now, O ye of little faith, therefore do not worry saying, what shall we eat? You didn't realize by saying, man, what am I going to put on? That you were worrying. When you open your mouth, man, what are we going to eat today? <laughs> is that, am I reading this wrong? Is, is this what it says? Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? I'm just reading the Bible. That's all I'm doing. And I'm just Hopefully showing you an area where the adversary has a doorway. Because it's not God. It's what he's trying to do is to keep you from allowing the enemy in. Because if you say that about food, the basic things, what are you going to say about the other things? Are you with me? See, so he's dealing with he's dealing with basic things here. He's not he's not you know like man, where are we gonna live? Got it? See, if I can if I can begin to master basic things, bigger things will be taken care of. It's the little foxes that spoils the grapevine. Are you with me? So we allow ourselves to say things that God doesn't want us to say because he understands it wears on your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
And the word of God says that it's from the heart that we live. That's the issues of life. That's where our life comes from, the heart. We didn't realize that we are speaking things that are controlling our heart in a way that is adverse to our to what we want, to what we desire. Are you all with me? And you're, you're training your heart the way, in a way that you don't want to train your heart. See, you want to you train your heart to be positive. I know where I'm going to live. Yeah. I got it. I know what we're eating today. I got it. Yeah. And if you had thoughts in your mind, just keep it in your mind. Don't say it. Are y'all with me? Uh, we were talking, what, Wednesday night, I, I think it was, about self-control. See, self-control has to do with you controlling your thoughts. In, in other words, controlling what you say out your mouth. See, can you control your thoughts? You can, you can begin to control your thoughts when you don't say what you might have said, you know, two minutes ago. Before you heard what I said. <laughs> okay? And so you begin to control your, your thoughts by not saying them. Because what you say now produces something in your life. Are you with me? Okay. Now, he says uh, in verse 31, Therefore do not worry saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles, in other words, those who don't know God, unbelievers, seek for, seek rather, for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Now, I want to talk about all these things that are added to you. Over in Hebrews, the, no, not Hebrews, over in, yeah, Hebrews 11th chapter, verse 6. Let's look at something. Hebrews 11, 6. And this is what the Lord says. And what his word says in chapter 6, he spoke through Paul. He says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. So first of all, I got to know that God is the one who provides for me for the very basic things. I shouldn't be worried about those basic things that I have need of. Okay. And he says now, without faith, it's impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe. He who comes to God must believe. There's a whole lot into that right there because there must be a demonstration of what you believe. You just can't say, I believe. There must be a demonstration of your believing. Are you with me? He says, for those who come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. And that he is a rewarder. Well, that's what Jesus was talking about. All these things will be added to you. The added things to you is the rewarder of God. 
reward of those who what? Who do what? Because we diligently seek God, God rewards us. Thank you for tuning in to today's Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. If you're in the D.C. metropolitan area, Dr. Mills invites you to join our encounters every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. and every Wednesday evening for our 7.30 p.m. Bible study. If you cannot join us, we invite you to visit our website and watch us live at agapeembassy.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.